1: Out on a Whim presents
2: Improvised Dungeons and Dragons. Every Sunday night at 7pm at Otherworld Theatre in Chicago. Meet unlikely heroes. I'm here to slay the dragon, I think. And dastardly villains.
3: Evil tastes better.
2: Whose fates will all be decided by the dice. And a new guest dungeon master every week. And remember, tickets are always pay what you can. But heed my warning, travelers. There is far more content available online, so please go to our website, www.outonawimcomedy.com, or our Facebook page to learn more.
1: Hey, people. My name is Aram. My pronouns are he, him, and welcome to God's Fall. My name is Michael.
4: My pronouns are he, him, I play Zion Preeton, a level seven human sorcerer.
2: My name is Allison. My pronouns are she, her, and I play Ariska Tane, a ninth level human bard.
3: <laughs> My name is Joe. My pronouns are he, him. I play Lord Haldir Loran, a seventh level high elf warlock.
4: My name is Doug. My pronouns are he, him, and I play
2: Doro Not, the level 7 halfling rogue. My name's Kelly. And I play Rina Falvel, a 6-level wild elf ranger.
1: Last time, Haldir and Ariska sailed south to Blackfang Bay in search of the god of war. During the journey, the lord of Ryland had been visited by Caitlin in his dreams and convinced the young godling that he could be a friend. Meanwhile, Caitlin, Torvik, Zion, Para, and Rina were aboard Steelbeard sailing west across the King Sea. They sought to meet up with Queen Cyrena as she hunts for the remaining artifacts lost when the God King was killed defending Turtle Bay from a meteor strike. Doro had teleported ahead and was on Queen Cyrena's royal yacht as it approached the moon coast of Wessel. guys, last time we met, we're on Lord Haldir Laron's Fog Cutter, Iriska Haldir, and Vessin, And you had been attacked by the God of Death, who had mercilessly slaughtered a lot of Haldir's crew. The ones that were left, there's two alive that are actually left rather frightened. And then there's eight of these undead elven warriors that the God of Death rose and then gifted to Haldir your ship is pulling into Black Fang Bay and Black Fang Bay is this just surrounded by all of these jagged black rocks that stick up like teeth throughout the water and it's very still right now there's not a lot of movement the night is falling and there's a huge dark cave off in the distance past some of these jagged rocks so you've kind of pulled up and you've set anchor and you've been looking around what are you doing?
3: Well, I think uh, to get started, so we're looking for the God of war we are looking for the God of war,
1: yep, uh, and so uh, you've been told that he was a pirate or is a pirate, and that he has a ship, possibly a crew, and their base of operations is in this area
3: so uh, what we need to do is we need to find we need to find the God of war uh, and we have uh, how many 12 undead
1: 8 eight undead and 2 quite alive and terrified
3: 8 undead uh, but still fully physically capable um, high elves that uh, are basically at uh, my beck and call so uh, I think we need to locate the god of war are they capable of swimming
1: well, they were swimming before because when they boarded your ship, many of the undead warriors swam under and through. They don't need to breathe, so you'd imagine they'd be quite capable.
3: So what I want to do is send them send them out to find the god of war and tell them if they don't find if as soon as they find him or his ships, um, or like his main uh, I don't know holding area what do they call it camp uh, to to report back.
1: So they kind of look at you and they all kind of tilt their heads to the side, and their eyes are that kind of milky white glazed over, and they all at once nod, and then turn, and one by one, just perfectly dive off the edge of the boat, vanish under the water. You can kind of see the wake, but they've all kind of submerged and are swimming underwater, and then they fan out, all going towards the cave.
2: Well, who's supposed to do the cooking... We have two left. We have two left. Yeah, like
1: right behind you, there's like two left, and they kind of look around like, uh, oh, okay, and they run downstairs as fast as they can, and you just hear potatoes being peeled.
2: Well, and there's
3: also a little Vesson who, oh, that's who, had, true. who had just sung his potato song. <laughs> okay.
1: So actually, you're still kind of in hiding, and you see two of the other elves kind of like run down into the kitchen and start moving around pots and pans and everything. What are you doing? I get a little closer and go, What's going on? Oh!
4: <laughs> Vesson! Quiet! W-
1: what's going on? It, 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 listen, there's... We got attacked, and a lot of us are dead. And, dead? And, and Well, some of us are not quite so dead. Uh, they've been raised as zombies. Dead? I don't understand. Who, who did this? There's some orc, and she was covered in blood and bones, and she had this giant undead wolf, and she just tore through the crew with this army of the undead. I mean, what what are you doing? We're cooking. We were told to cook. We're just gonna cook. There's a pot boiling and some carrots.
4: Look, don't tell anyone I'm
1: here, All right? I'm gonna try and
4: find out what's going on. Okay,
1: like... I won't say anything, but you have to be really careful. They're very, they're serious, man. And if they find you, you know how Lord Haldir is. You don't have to remind me. All right, listen, we're gonna cook. Just be careful, okay? We didn't see you, we weren't here. Good, good. And I slink back to wherever I was hiding. In the lower area, there are there's a bilge basically where it filters sea water into fresh water. So there's all these like alive vines and roots and this huge bed of moss where the salt water goes through and gets the salt filtered out. Are they on Treebeard? No, 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 no. This is a fog cutter. Treebeard is built after a fog cutter, so some of the mechanisms he has mimics oh, okay. the mechanisms right. of no, a fog cutter. Sounded familiar.
4: And uh, Vessin is going to. I don't know, but you said he's like—he's kind of a coward, right? Well, I mean, he has a strong survival instinct, and he managed to survive this last onslaught of zombies. I need a way to escape the ship. Let's try and figure out how I can escape the ship with my
1: friends. So you know the maybe like a dinghy? Yes, you know the ship well. There's actually two lifeboats, well rowboats basically that can be lowered, but they got to be lowered from the top of the ship. Fuck. They're on the top the and back top of the, of the ship. ship. Oh, they're like yeah, up in the air. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, so you'd have to like go to the top, go to the back, swing them out on one of these like wooden arms, and then lower it to the surface. Do we have barrels on the ship? How we smart is on The ship. V- Vesson's pretty smart, and he knows the well, he knows everything that's in it. So there Can are barrels. Barrels float. Sure. So if I found like sail
4: replacement rope and tied a bunch of barrels together, I could make a raft
1: you could yeah totally (laughs) i mean you know it'd be hard and you guys are in the middle i mean you guys are like way south and all kind of like in the middle of nowhere you could do it though
4: raft might not be a good idea yes he watched all that happen didn't he oh well getting killed
1: he was down in the ship and zombies came down and he fought a couple of them so he was involved in the fighting while he was trying to hide okay Yeah. yeah he stabbed a couple yeah, with a kitchen knife, with the cleaver. He was actually pretty effective, friendly. Yeah. Hell <laughs> I, yeah! I
4: fought for my life. Nice. All right. Well, um, yeah, we need to get off the ship.
1: So, do you want to make this, this raft, or do you want to focus on maybe getting up towards one of the rowboats?
4: See, I would have to like create some kind of distraction for sure. You know, Natasha and Boris over here to <laughs> not notice. And, like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like... I'm actually deeply flattered. <laughs> I actually don't think I want to do that.
4: <laughs> so we're going to play Resident Evil style. Okay, like The ship's full of zombies, and there's this thing looking for you, so you want to get off the ship. So we'll just try and make some kind of raft out okay. of
1: like barrels and rope and all right. some type
4: you- of material I can tie it all together.
1: Let's say you start searching for materials and gathering them together. So you go one deck down. Where all the barrels and everything are, and you start putting things together. There's blood everywhere. There's a dead zombie laying there. <clears throat> yeah, but in the, like like an arm. Right? So you you start to find materials.
4: So I'm not using like bodies as materials. Well, no, fair. You know, I mean, things aren't that well. Corpses float very well. They do, yeah. (laughs) All
1: right, back up to you guys. So you have sent out these zombies. It's been about 10 minutes. What are you all doing in the meantime?
3: Uh, So I I turn to Oriska. Definitely did not forget your name. And,
2: um, and uh, goddamn right, you didn't forget my name. Uh, and, and,
3: and I say, um, and I say, so so you can control people. Now I know we just talked about this, but it feels like it's been months. So tell me exactly, um, exactly how.
2: Well, it's there's a bit of a spell or something, but by and large, it's really just my incredibly powerful charisma, sweetie.
3: Okay, something about the food. Right? That's what it is? The food? Something in the water? The water? Listen, if we're going to do this... Yes,
2: it is. I was putting something in the food. I'm not anymore. I mean, what would be the point?
3: So how many people at a time can this affect?
2: Hmm. I don't know.
3: All right. So here's the deal. Here's the plan. If this is going to work, you need to cooperate. Okay? Oh, wait. This is the plan. This is going to be the plan. Okay. Okay. Tell me when the plan starts. So the plan's already started. The first part of the plan is to find the god of war. Yes, that, I, I told you that. The second part of the plan is to kidnap or somehow otherwise acquire one of his servants. Or perhaps, maybe we could use Vesson for this actually, send him to defect. The third part of the plan is to use your uh, magical droplets of control water, put it into their food, and essentially convert his army to our army. So we don't have, what, 12 people against an entire literal fleet
2: of ships? Oh, oh, how dear. I, I have to say, you plan like a mortal. Do you really believe that the god of war does not maintain some kind of thrall or power over his or her or their soldiers? It's going to take more than just my what did you call it my mind control water <laughs> to bring them under our thrall.
1: Perception as soon as she says that.
2: You notice Vessin
4: sneaking
3: around behind the ship. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I rolled a 12 plus five, so 17.
1: So as soon as she says that, you hear a, like a thwang, like like a very loud crossbow, right? And then there's like something streaks across and then there's a like shoots into the water. And then a second later, a body bobs up with a giant bolt slammed through the back of it, like the size of a javelin. And as you're looking out now, you can see there are ships like tethered to all of these rocks, all different kinds of ships, like a, a sailboat and... A fishing yacht and a couple canoes, and then there's like a large vessel that must be Kadarian. But there's probably several dozen ships just anchored throughout this entire area. Did we not see these before? They it's it's dark and they've been kind of like behind the rocks. But like as you're looking now, you can actually see them. The ship, however, is just listing, just sitting there. There's no doesn't appear be any crew on it. The sails aren't raised. It's clearly anchored. The body in the water. Who is it? It's definitely one of yours. So the body was a body, and now it's an extra body. (laughs) So It's it's a super dead body. So it's
3: really dead. It died the first time, and it's dead again this time? It doesn't seem to be moving. It doesn't seem to be moving. All right. Well, um, that seems concerning. Ariska
2: says to herself, Hmm. And then she snaps her fingers and pirouettes. (laughs) And as she comes around, her appearance is completely changed, and she uh, appears to be a high elf noble who is dressed in the fashion of a member of the royal court of Ani. Awesome,
1: awesome! So no big shoulder thing, just like
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, nope. um, no sense of fashion. <laughs> now the idea here is the idea here is is uh, to look like someone who would make a better hostage than a target
3: smart super smart uh okay uh, is there any any no other twangs it was just the one huge bolt just that um, one huge bolt did i see what direction it came from
1: yeah it definitely came from that one Kadarian ship that is now kind of like 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 the waves kind of pushed it into view uh do we have mm-hmm. we don't have cannons or anything you have two ballista which is probably what fired this thing so think of it as like a giant crossbow that's ship mounted
2: If only we hadn't sent off most of our forces, we could man the ballistae.
1: That's true. At this point, with the two people you
3: have, you can't run this ship. Okay. uh,
2: What was the plan again? I think I've forgotten.
3: The plan was to wait. And uh, might I tell you, you had no plan coming into this.
2: (laughs) I'm the god of chaos. What is a plan?
3: What do you recommend we do?
2: Or would you like just to sit on the side ledge and criticize? Well, that would be enjoyable. I, I think, though, that perhaps we could seek to parlay. It might be
3: with a ghost ship,
2: with a god. I recognize that's a bit outside of your realm of, of experience, but you'll get used to it. So perhaps we could have a conversation. And we could lie, or we could tell the truth, but at least we would be close enough to be able to carry out a plan, I suppose, if you felt like you wanted to make another one at that point.
3: Okay. How exactly do you expect to tell the God of War that we need to parlay?
2: I hadn't thought about that. See, that's the disadvantage of not planning, but... Hmm. I don't, it's it's, not a boat person. Is there a, a flag or something that you can run up to send a message? How do you talk to people on other boats?
1: You do. There are flags you could run up. The crew would normally run
3: them up that you sent down to cook. But yeah, you could do that. Uh, do we have any crew members left? Like, Do we know that any of the crew members or Vesson know anything about these flags? Oh, yeah. the Definitely the two that that you sent
1: down. I mean, everyone on this ship knows every part of the ship. It's a small crew, so they all have to know everything. So you could call them back up and have them run up a flag or set off a flare.
2: Get Vesson.
3: Do we know Vesson's still alive? You don't.
2: Oh, no, we do. I talked to Vesson. Oh, that's
1: right. You did. Okay, yes. yes you do know he's still alive. Yes. He's, down there, he's down there somewhere.
2: <laughs> Find Vesson. I'm sure he'll know what to do.
4: Vesson! I peed myself a little.
2: (laughs) I might have just peed myself a little right now.
4: (laughs) Okay, uh, I guess I would, just because of conditioning, would immediately just run up there, drop the barrels and everything right where they are, just run up to the deck.
1: Vesson runs up. He's got a rope still coiled around his leg. He's trying to shake off. Sir, sir.
3: I look at him, and he looks disheveled. I don't care. Vessin, where are our signal flags? Uh, they're right over there, sir. Get them. Right, right.
1: So they would be, like, um, part of the ship, and you'd, like, run and do, like, your little wild elf thing, and, the, and they would kind of curl out from leaves, and then the color of the flags would more, you know, the color of the leaves would merge into the colors of the flag, and you could run it straight up the uh, mainsail.
4: Beautiful description. On the way there, I trip and fall. Okay, <laughs> and I pick myself up, and run over, and do this beautiful flag transformation thing. Oh wait, wh- I don't even know what flag you wanted though. That's true. I accidentally send up the "Let's
1: Fight" flag. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you Final would set time. up the flag of peace automatically because you're Vesson. you know. Okay. What I mean? so like you know, this white flag with kind of like a dove in it or whatever goes up.
3: Vesson, did I tell you to run up the flags? I, no?
1: You sing the anti-flag song and (laughs) the flag comes down.
4: Oh, and then I detach the flags and I bring the flags to him.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, as soon as they would detach, they would just fall into leaves. Because once they're not part of it. Here you are,
4: sir, the, the flags. Run up the flag of peace. I look at the pile of leaves and then look back at him and right away, sir.
1: You start attaching leaves back to it. I'm like trying to tie leaves onto a rope. You run up a like twice as large flag of peace as it's fluttering. Yeah, absolutely. Gigantic peace flag. Perfect.
4: Yes. And I just hope he beats me a little less for this.
1: (laughs) So the flag is up and it is wavering. It's night. So it's kind of hard to see, but the flag is up.
2: You know, you're getting the hang of this, I think. It's deliciously confusing. You send out your undead warrior scouts and then run up up a giant flag of peace. Perfect.
3: Things happen. We adjust. As you say that, there's a scream.
1: (laughs) Like a blood-curdling kind of like gargled scream that's quickly cut off and then a wet thud somewhere inside the cave, followed by two more. Inside the
3: cave? The cave.
1: We didn't send anybody into the cave. No, you sent them out to search. Oh. So a couple, a couple of them must have gone into the cave, or maybe that was something else. How far away is the cave? I would say that if you were to go about 500 feet further in, you'd have to get around the rocks, right? And then beyond that is the
2: cave. And how far away is the apparently Kadarian ship?
1: The Kadarian ship's about 200 feet kind of off to the east. There's a couple rowboats closer, but for about the next thousand feet, there's just ships everywhere.
3: How far away you say the cave was? I'm
1: sorry. About 500 feet off and then to the west.
3: So there's been no reaction from the peace flag? None. So uh, the thing is, uh, at least the Qadarian ship, even though it's dark, clearly has some night vision or some way to see or sense people and movement because they literally sniped one of our guys out of the water with the ballista, which is pretty impressive. Yeah, that's that's a very serious move. It's not bad. Um, okay, so suggestions?
2: I um. Uh, I, I hate to point this out, but I made one just a few moments ago. I think we should talk.
3: And just like the same question I asked, how do you recommend we do that?
2: Oh, we could just go over there, I suppose. To the ship or the cave? Hmm, let's see. If I were the god of war and a former pirate, would I be on my ship waiting to launch an attack? Or would I be in my cave? sitting on top of my giant pile of treasure.
1: As you say that, actually, the door swings open and the two elves come clattering with these r- ridiculously elaborate, like, platinum serving trays, and they've got, like, whatever food they could make. Like, it's just a basically a smorgasbord on two giant plates. There's pig, and there's a little bit of pheasant, and a bunch of vegetables. There! They put this little, like, fold-out you know, table there. Lay it down. Someone else brings over two chairs. They light a candle. There, there,
3: you are, sir. There, there, you go. This is a perfect scene, by the way.
2: Would you like some wine?
3: I completely ignore them.
2: Ariska reaches out and sort of absently grabs a canape off of a tray and just sort of takes a bite.
1: It's pretty good, considering the fact that you've been out to sea for mm-hmm. for a f- few weeks. They did an okay job.
3: Um, okay, so uh, we have two elves and. In order to get anywhere, we need to row, right?
2: Um, We have three, I guess. We have three as
1: well. It's still not enough to move the ship. Enough to move a rowboat.
2: Vessin could convey us either to the ship or to the cave. And I have to confess, I'm starting to lean toward the cave.
3: So we should probably go to the ship then.
2: Or perhaps I was using my, how would you say it? My tricky mind manipulation to make you decide to go to the ship. Vessen was like no idea half
1: sneaking off and then like got called out as I'm like, damn it. We came back.
2: Vesson. Yes, ma'am. Prepare, prepare a launch. We're going to be going somewhere as soon as Lord Haldir decides where that is.
4: And then I look at him like right away, ma'am. <laughs>
1: So at the back of the ship, again, there's these two big swing arms, right? So you would just gently push the the swing arm out over the back so the boat is hanging over the water. And as soon as they're ready, they can step in. And then you just, like, run your hand over the mast and it will lower itself down to the water. Which is closer to the ship or the cave? The ship would be first. So you would, like, if you went a little bit to the right, you'd hit the ship and then about 300 feet beyond that would be the cave.
3: Uh, To the ship is where we're going.
1: You guys are getting in the rowboat? Yeah, let's do it. All right. No other options. Uh, go ahead and roll me a d20. Six. Okay. That's, I mean, like, like it jerks a couple times on the way down. He's, like, his hands are trembling. And you're in the boat, I imagine, because you have to be to lower it. If. Oh, okay, I'd have to be to
4: lower yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I'm in the
1: boat. Yep. Well, who's,
2: who do you expect is going to row this boat? Yeah. It's not going to be one of us. The Absolutely other two not. elves?
3: It's <laughs> the only thing that Fuck. we agree upon.
1: So it, it takes a couple of minutes to lower you to the water. vessel they're like built into the sides of the boat, carved in are two paddles. And as you run your hands over them, they release and fall into your hands. And you tour in the, in the um, front. It's very nice, by the way. Like there's cushions of leaves on all these things. It's all inlaid with silver and all this fancy etching. Like Like these are the nicest rowboats you would ever see and you're in the water. Uh, give me a, an athletics check, vessel. Five. <laughs> okay. okay. So it kind of goes in a circle, it clonks against the hull, he pulls it back, but eventually you are now rowing towards the
2: ship. As we do, uh... I'm going to cast message uh, as a cantrip sure. to Vesson directly. Okay. Okay. Um, I have to be reminded. How much, how much do I get with 25 message? 25 words. 25 words. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So
4: it's like an essay. It
2: to- <laughs> yeah. Uh, or a tweet for that matter. Yeah. 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 Even better. Um, so I cast message uh, directly to Vesson and say, Vesson, sweetie, don't try anything. As sad as it is, we're your best hope to survive this.
1: So you hear that like in the back of your head. And you've heard this before.
4: But they're in front of me if I'm in the ship. Yeah. Is she even like facing away as well? I would
1: imagine you're like facing away uh-huh. as you're kind of whispering into the wind. Yeah. Yes. Like his mes- message, you hear it in your head. In your mm-hmm. head, right. Yeah. Almost like it's like directly behind you and off to the right.
4: Would I be able to tell though that she was speaking into my head
1: versus just talking out and then me hearing? Definitely.
4: It? Absolutely, okay, you would there's know a difference. definite yeah. difference. Okay, because if it had been questionable, I would have responded verbally. Right. Like, <laughs> yes, no, ma'am. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. He'd be like, it's what? <laughs>
1: imagine if like, someone is like, right off behind you into your right, almost whispering into your ear. That's how it, that's how it feels. You would definitely know. I swallow hard. Gold. <gasps> All right, so you're just rowing?
4: Nah, I jump out of the boat. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I row.
1: All right, so you guys are rowing towards this boat, and you're passing other boats in the meantime. You have to, like, there's these two large fishing boats. You have to kind of, like, like, you know, weave in between them. Roll me a perception, both of you. 21. Nice. Okay, so you guys pass in between these boats, and you see it just as the front, like, hooks, and you see... A rope. So imagine, in between, just below the water, there's a rope, and the front of the boat hooks on it and starts to press against it as you move forward.
3: So it's a it's a net that we're being caught in. It looks
1: like a it looks like a single rope.
3: It's like a single rope. Yeah.
1: So I rolled a fifteen. Do I see this? You did not, but she can point it out.
3: And I do. Okay. Uh, I lean forward, uh, summon a scimitar, and cut the rope.
1: Okay. I would like you to roll to hit. Natural twenty crackling blade of green energy appears in your hand and you just cut into the water, steam explodes up and you slice right through this rope, right at the edge of the boat without even touching it. The boat shoots forward and you all kind of stumble, but you don't fall because you're aware of it. And as soon as it does, you hear a clank, 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 and a sail is brought up out of the water in front and behind you. So now you're in like this area between the boats. There's now a sail in front and a sail in back and boats to either side. They hit and raise and the clanking continues and one of the boats begins to be drugged towards the other one. And you guys are going to be crushed in the middle.
4: War, not like pastime.
1: Jesus. War is not all about conflict on the field. War is about preparation. You are about, if you, if he rode really hard, he'd be at the
3: other sail in two rounds uh so i just want to make this clear i'm not totally sure what's happening so so there's two sails that are raising one behind one one ship, ship
1: ship ship you're in the middle yeah sail got raised behind you yeah. sail got raised in front of you so right. you're boxed in okay and then one of the ships is being drugged towards the other ship
3: yeah so um okay got it
4: oh and then it smashes them like lengthwise exactly each other they'll be I crushed like, between I feel like the you two could, like almost miss if they did the Nose to nose, right. But it's, if it's right next to each
1: side other. to side, they're going to be they're going to be you're crushed. Fucked. Yep. You can't even jump
4: out of the boat and like swim away because you get trapped by the undercurrent. of The ships getting pushed towards each other. It'd be a bad move. Also, um,
1: when you say they, you're in the boat too. Vesta.
3: is there anything else in the boat?
1: Uh, I mean, there's like some safety gear, some rope, uh, a lantern, a knife, you know, things like that.
2: How many rounds until we believe that we'll be crushed here?
1: Roll me a perception.
2: Okay. Uh, 23.
1: Yeah, you'd say you got four rounds. Okay. Before those boats are pulled together.
2: And two if we row quickly to the sail. Correct. Vesson, pick it up. Yes, ma'am.
1: Roll me in athletics. Eight. Okay, plus two, so ten. You're doing okay. You're panicked. Your hands are like sweaty
3: and slippery.
2: Why don't you use that uh, weapon to cut through the sail when we get there? And we can row right through.
3: I'm trying to think of any other any weapons that are like large blades that could be thrown. You know, that's not an arrow, but like something I could do it before we get like that got thing there.
1: from Krull. Look. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the glaive. I mean, you could do a long pole arm, so get a ten foot reach and slice. Yeah. You could definitely do that's that. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I, I just look. I look at her and I nod. So that is the first round. Roll me another athletics. Fourteen, nice. Plus two, 16. 16. All right, so he's finally got the rhythm after five minutes. Let's and-
4: say he like hit me or something because I was oh, like, yeah. like sort of sure. going faster, and he's like, so I turn and she I... said, faster.
2: Oh! oh, god! If you if you did that, did you do that? Tell me you did that.
3: Oh yeah. So so when, when she said uh, when she says I suggest you roll faster, I turn and I slap him in the face with the back of my hand.
1: Ah! Faster. It's such an asshole thing to use the back of the hand. It's perfect.
2: See, we're we're working as a team now. This is wonderful.
1: So you get within ten feet of the sail on that turn. Go ahead and roll to hit it. Uh, so I
3: summon. Uh, I summon a big. Uh What you call it? A glaive.
1: Yeah. So basically, you've got the sword in your hand, right? Yeah. You hold your other hand, and all and all, all of a sudden, this extra hilt like like just extends as your hand closes around it, and you're able to shove this thing ten feet in front of the boat. Okay. I would like you to first roll athletics to balance at the nose. Eight and uh, one nine. Okay, so you don't fall. You're you're not so steady, but you're good. And then roll to hit. Yep. 6. Yeah, that's fine. It's a sail. It's going to take like a 5. So, yeah, you put it in and you're slicing down, you'll need one more round to cut all the way through it to make room for the boat. Okay. That's in one more athletics roll.
2: As that's as that's happening. Yeah. I'm going to do two, if I, I'd like to do two things if I could. Please. But first, I'm going to cast non-detection on myself. Smart. And then secondly, I will um, I'm going to adjust, modify my appearance just a bit. It'll be hard to tell in the dark, but right. if you could, uh, you'd see uh, what looks like a, a sort of a bruise arise on my cheek. Um, maybe some uh, make it look like my wrists have been bound. In fact, I might just sort of fake bind my own wrists sure. uh, with rope. Uh, but before I do, and I wouldn't do this secretly, I would do it physically because I'm a drama queen. I'd reach up to the bodice of my uh, of the dress that I'm wearing and kind of rip it open right as though it's been torn apart and right. i've been ravished
1: you could have just done it with the magic but you're I like totally no, no, I, could want, have. Oh.
2: I
4: totally could have, but i totally
1: <laughs> could so no, you have rolled your athletics
4: check no i was just
1: about to do it one <gasps> okay so he is so Vestin is you know he's rowing and rowing he gets to the front and he just like the oars just slip out of his hand and splash onto other side and like go out into the water. You're still being carried forward, but not as fast. Do you keep hacking? I haven't hacked through enough. Yeah, you have to roll me a strength roll to really get all the way through it.
3: Okay, and how many, how many turns until the boats are, are at us, until the boat's going to hit us? Now it's going to be two. Maybe two turns, okay. Um, uh, so I turn and I see v- the, the, the oars slip out of Essen's hand. Um, I'm going to literally murder him uh, later. So yeah, I'm going to keep cutting through. A natural twenty.
1: So just with all this anger, like like this motherfucker keeps wrecking all my plans, Mm -hmm. and you just slice straight through that thing, and it parts open. As you do though, you're now out of momentum.
3: So I have two. um, I have two. Mm -hmm. I can I can attack twice with my weapon, right? Yes, absolutely. So uh, can I change it into another weapon or? Oh, sure. So I'd like to turn it into like, oh, like and just pray like a really long pole. Yeah, And just totally. kind of swipe at the bottom and hope that we're close enough to the bottom or that there's a ship underneath. You could can
1: literally turn it toy. into a paddle. You can turn it into whatever you want.
3: That's true. I, I was just thinking because the momentum would keep us going, oh, but I think true. paddle's probably a better idea. Yeah. I mean, you, so,
1: you could hit the uh, the side of the boat and push your way through. Can I well. argue
4: character something? Yeah. I honestly think he would turn it into a spear over a paddle because paddle seems like you're the person moving the boat because you're the servant to move the boat, whereas a spear is more of like, I'm the war general, yeah, and right. I've turned my weapon into a weapon to make us live type of thing. Just if that's better. If that's it's what right. you want to do,
3: yeah. cool. I just... So really long spear, yeah. man. And then... Once... As the ship's
1: being pulled towards you, you could push it in and be pushed away from it. Exactly. Yes, totally. Exactly. I would like you to roll athletics. Oh, six. Like under five would have failed. So Great. that's actually fine. You get in position and you're being pushed in. The back end right now is going to be caught. You've got one more round to push out from that. So roll me a strength. Eight. And then uh, plus one, nine. Just enough. So you push out. The back gets caught a little bit and crunched. You can see the paint and some wooden flex being scraped off the side of it. And there's like a thunk as you get spun around. You're through the thing, but you're taking on water.
4: Uh, s- sir, miss, the, the, the boat, there's, there's water back here.
3: So what about the boat is making us take on water?
1: So you got like a hole punched in it. When it got like you got the back end caught just a little bit, and now there's water coming in.
3: I turn and I say, Vessin, I swear, if you do not plug that hole immediately, I will plug it with your skull. Yes, sir. And I, (laughs) you're just gonna put hands over it?
1: (laughs) Yes. That doesn't work. So, what else do you wanna try? I rip off my clothes. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) You just tear off your shirt.
4: Jam it into the hole.
1: Yeah. Okay. You know what? Absolutely, that works. I mean, <laughs> it's still soaking, and it will still take on a little bit of water, and eventually will like not work. But for right now, it's plugged. You also have no oars. Well,
4: I mean, I'm also like holding it, right? Yeah. Too.
1: Right. And you're just kind of going this like lazy circle. <laughs> right. I look up at old deer and say, "Sir, I've stopped the water." How close How close are we to the boat? So now you're about, let's say, 50 feet from the boat. You can see it very clearly. There appears to be no crew on it whatsoever. Um, there's like rope ladders on the side of it that could easily be climbed, and it's just sitting there anchored.
3: Do so they have any extra rowboats on the boat?
1: Yes, they do. There's, there's like one over there, and there's one here. Like there's other boats around you too, small vessels you could climb into that also have oars.
3: Uh, so like rowboat size. Oh yeah, okay. yeah.
1: All like like you know various rowboats, and then some larger ships as well.
3: So then I turn using my uh, using the the spear that I have. I turn and hook onto one of the one of the close rowboats. Sure. And, and pull us uh, and pull us close to it so we can uh, we can we can board. Done. Okay. So, uh, and I turn to Oriska um, and I say, uh, "Get on."
2: Okay. All right. All right, just don't hurt me anymore.
3: Already in character. I roll my eyes.
1: All right, so you guys have transferred onto the new boat. Are you taking Vesson? Uh, I stay I stay
4: on the boat, like, holding
2: it. Right. Like, wait. Somebody's got to row. <laughs> <laughs> get over here, you idiot. Uh,
4: right, right away, sir. And I go to get up, and then the clothes splash out because the water's pushing in, and then I panic and pick up the wet clothes, and I kind of... And just because I'm cruel. Dexterity check to actually get in the boat with sure. wet clothes in my hands.
1: Oh, 18. Never mind. So you gently yes. alight to the other boat, bare-chested. All your bruises now are shown. <laughs> the various bruises you've made. <laughs> the you <know>. various <laughs> abuses. Yeah, exactly. And you guys are all in the new rowboat. Not as fancy as the other one. Plain rowboat. Is there oars? Yeah, there are definitely oars. Uh, well, I man the
4: oars and begin heading to the ship. The ship.
2: I almost said the cave,
4: and that would have been funnier, but...
2: And And as we're... Like, kind of now moving again, I lean over and, oh, no, I'm going to use message for this as well. I'm going to use message as well to you um, and say, now, when we arrive, play tough. Show him who's in charge and use me as a prop if you have to. Uh,
3: So I turn and I say, you're enjoying this, aren't you?
2: He just nods through her
3: tears yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly i'm having a
3: wonderful time <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so you guys pull up to the new ship i'm sorry to the uh kadarian ship and like the boat can pull right up to where this uh rope ladder is there's a little like hook so you can hang off and like kind of lock the rowboat
3: against the ship and you're there all right, uh, let's get up the ladders. so i I push vessin uh, I grab uh Vessin by his hair, I, I guess because what else was there to grab is he so he is, you could grab an ear he's behind Ears are very yeah. sensitive on L's. so so he's behind, yeah, I guess I don't want to grab his because I want to like, just like shove him over, but i say I, uh so I look behind and I say, uh vesin, you're going first
4: y- yes, sir. My wet clothes are on. Right. And like tripping. Right. Like, yes, sir. Right away. And I go to like move past them carefully, like they're made of molten metal. Right. And, uh, and then I proceed to
1: climb the ladder. Climb the ladder. All right. Just roll me an athletics check because you're pretty freaked out. I am. <laughs>
4: Should I roll a disadvantage? Nah. I'm DMing myself.
1: Uh, 14. Yeah. So you scamper up that ladder and you're on the deck of the ship. It is barren, quiet, empty. Except if you're looking down and you look at where the captain's wheel is, there's someone standing there.
4: Meep. I cut the ladder and man the ship! (laughs) Fuck you! (laughs) I, I yell, but I say down to the boat. Sir, Miss, there's there's someone here at the at the wheel of the
2: ship.
3: Okay, so I look at her and I say, "Let's go."
2: <laughs> you how am I supposed to climb if I'm bound?
3: So I uh, I, uh, I I summon a knife and I cut her uh, I <gasps> cut her vines.
2: All right, all right, I'll go. And I start climbing up the rope ladder.
1: Excellent. Uh, you guys are actually calm, so you really don't have to roll. It's a rope ladder; it's easy, right? So, and I—I I, I assume you adjust your heels, so it's easy, easier to climb. Uh,
2: yes, and and I also, despite the fact that I'm calm and perfectly capable of climbing, I make a show of struggling so with trendy. it. <sighs> <Totally>. <sighs> this is
1: so hard. I'm trying. My many injuries and traumas. <laughs> and as I, yes,
2: and as I climb over the gunwale, I just. Collapse onto the deck. Ah,
4: ah, ah. Oh, I immediately go over to like help her. Yeah, and totally. To be, yes, are you okay? Oh, okay. All right. I could have. I could have settled for it. Get off me, idiot! <laughs>
1: the person at the wheel has not moved. Point there, and their back is to you.
3: Uh, so I walk up. All right, you're all on the deck now. Uh. I walk up to the guy. I get off the deck of the ship. <laughs> <laughs> Run.
1: So you walk up to him.
3: I walk up to the guy. So I tell him about I don't know ten, fifteen feet. Yeah. Uh, behind him. Yeah. And I say, um, and I say, hello. Nothing. I look around for a pebble of some kind.
1: Yeah, there's 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 like a like a you know piece of iron or whatever. Sure.
3: Yeah. Something small. Yeah. I throw it at him.
1: All right. Uh, it just like thunk and like there's this like. Like, you see the shoulder move, but, and then kind of fall a bit, but nothing changes. Okay. I, um...
2: Message. Into your head. This is a trap. How far are we from the cave?
1: You are now about 200 feet due west from the cave. Well, you're due east. It's due west to you.
2: And and from where we can see, mm-hmm. is there is there some kind of like dry land within the cave? Um There's
1: definitely like it go, like it's water for a bit and then there's definitely rock after that and then that rock fades into darkness towards the back of the okay. cave.
3: On one hand, I really want to go up to the guy to see what happens, but on the other hand, you're definitely right. So, I turn and I think it's awakened mind what do I have that I can talk to somebody without actually talking oh yeah you can talk to people in their minds yeah uh, I think it may not be written down there it's awakened mind yeah. yeah telepathically speak to any creature you can see within 30 feet so I, I look and using awakened mind and I say you're probably right let's go it's time to leave the boat get okay, back right. to our rowboat and I guess keep going to the cave um, because that's clearly where they are trying to prevent us from, from arriving you know yep if everything is set up
1: as you turn and you start to go towards the ladder back down, like where the shoulder's kind of slumped, it continues to fall, and you see the shoulder break open, and it's just straw. And as it does, you see the hand, which is now just wood, has been tied to the wheel, and the wheel spins as the thing collapses, and there is like a rope that's been attached to it that runs through the deck, and you hear a splash, some sort of liquid, and then a, and fire breaks out all inside the ship and smoke starts pouring out of it. Thank you for joining us for episode 81, The God of War, part one. My DM's notes for this episode, as well as behind-the-scenes video from our last recording, are going up all this week at patreon.com Vardian. We're also busy working on our first video show, Rise of the Demigods, which will take place five years before the breaking of the world, as young demigods learn of their new powers and find their place among a world of magic and danger. To learn more about that show, check out demigodsfall.com. We'll see you next time in the World of the Five Kingdoms.